You're listening to The Mom Inspired Show, episode 368 with Melissa Vogel. Welcome to The Mom Inspired Show. I'm your host, Amber Sandberg, and this show is created to inspire, encourage, and add a little extra fun to your day. Hey, you guys, I'm super excited to have Melissa on the show today. Melissa is a trainer, a mom of three, and a business owner. And not only is she a mom, she is a single mom. And so time is tight for her, for all the things that she has to get done. And she prioritizes fitness. And so I wanted her to come on, share her journey, share her journey too of starting your own business and, and how she went about that, even though her life was super challenging and she just had to figure it out. And so if you are feeling like, you know what, you're ready to make some changes, you're experiencing some challenges in your life, you're ready to pivot. Or if you're just like, I want to start working out hard, you know, I want to change up my body composition. This is the perfect episode for you. So let's go to the show. Melissa, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay. So I like to start every show with an icebreaker. And the question that I love to ask is what do you wish you could tell your younger self. And it could be when you were five, it could be last week. It's, I mean, it's wherever you're like, gosh, I wish I would have known this back then. When you ask me that, the very first age that kind of pops into my head is probably like 18 or 19 mm-hmm. years old. Yeah. And that's the age where, you know, you're starting to like look into relationships and career stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and my biggest piece of advice to myself would be do not settle. Mm. Do not settle. You're worth more. More and better is out there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Especially because we both have girls. So let me just jump into this. Um, Give us your full name, where you live and how many kids you have in their ages. And then then I'll uh, piggyback off of that. Okay. My full name is Melissa Jean Jaime Vogel. I'm Mexican. Okay. So that's a lot. So is it Vogel? Is that what you said? Vogel. Vogel. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm, I live in Southern California, but I'm originally from Michigan. Yeah. And I have three girls that are 12, 14 and 18. Yeah. Okay. So this is why I wanted to tie back to that because you're saying like at 18, you kind of wish you would have known this. So is this something that you really uh, are kind of preaching to, especially your oldest daughter to kind of not settle? Yeah. Oh, always to all of them, but yeah, especially her at this age. And it's weird because you have to handle it in a way that you're not pushing it on them. Mm -hmm. You're not like nagging at them. It's kind of just got to be like, know your worth, know your value. Mm. I can tell you this. And then you just got to do what you're going to do with it. Yeah. But I'm here to be your mom and just constantly remind you like, know your value, know your worth. Yeah. Well, I don't carry other people's rocks. Yeah. I love that. Yes. And so have you noticed this with her being 18? Because I have a 12 and a nine-year-old, so we're not there yet. So like with guys or anything like that, or I should say boys, um, have you noticed her kind of being interested in people that you're kind of like, no, no, like you're so much better. Or like, where does it show up for you that you're kind of trying to not be that like hovering mod and be like, no girl. (laughs) You know what Uh I mean? (laughs) No, no, you already nailed it. Yeah. Like the, well, I have a strict rule in my house that they cannot date. They can't talk to boys. I mean, they can Mm. talk to boys and stuff, but like friends, you Mm can't, yeah, you can't like date or go out until you're 16. Yeah. Okay. I like that. And I'm, I'm not stupid. I I know what I did when I was 16. You know, I know they're going to want boyfriends. It's an important part of being a young girl, but I'm like, before you're 16, like, girl, you don't need to be worried about any of that. So 
nothing. We didn't have to worry about this until just two years ago. Okay. And then um, when she was like 16 and a half, 17, like she started dating a boy mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, he seems nice and stuff, but there's been t- times and she's still with the same boy. There, oh, okay. but there's been times during this relationship mm-hmm. where I'm just like, are those your rocks that you're carrying in your invisible backpack on your back or are oh, those his? Yeah. And if he's going to behave that way, I have to always tell her like, let, let him. Yeah. Let him. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just have to, I see that coming up in relationships. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. things that she has seen me do, oh. I see little bits and pieces of it that she's doing now mm-hmm. and taking care of. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But thank God I have the knowledge now to be able to identify it and make her very aware of that. Yeah. I love that. Well, and you know, what stands out to me is, you know, when you're talking about the rocks, so what would you tell people, especially because you've learned what you've learned from your past, when to like be helpful versus like taking it on as if it's your own? Like, how would you, how would you explain that to people? Like, especially when you're seeing your daughter, right? Like you want her to be kind, you want her to be generous, you want her to be helpful, but but where's that tipping point that it's like, wait, she's now taking this on, like she owns this and this is not yeah. hers. So what would you say about that? Yeah. Well, it's so hard as moms because mm-hmm. we want to carry everyone's rocks yeah. of the people that we love close, you know, that are closest to us and we love the most. Yeah. Those are the hardest rocks to take out of our backpack. And I always say like, picture your backpack. Everyone's got one. Yeah. It's invisible. And we have our own rocks in there, mm-hmm. but we like to pick up other people's stuff and carry it. And especially moms. Cause we're like, yeah. I can do it. No, oh, yeah. I got room. Mm-hmm. Oh, my backpack's full. It's okay. I'll just put it in my pocket now. Yeah. I'll just carry load it, it down. <laughs> just, just load it down. And I'm realizing more and more on this journey as I grow mm-hmm. on my fitness journey and in my business yeah. and stuff, everything with my kids and that the rocks that are the heaviest aren't yours. Yeah. Okay. And the people that are closest to you will try to give you the most. Mm. They truly, truly will. And just being aware, like, I hope everyone listening now pictures their cute little backpack yeah. and pictures rocks mm-hmm. and just has an awareness. And hearing this can make them go, oh, that's totally my husband's rock. Mm. Like, I love him. Yeah. I, 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 I love you, but like your work stuff that you're bringing home and dumping on me, mm. not my rock. Yeah, And every time he comes home and tells me all this or asks me to do this or like whatever, that weighs on her Yeah, and she can go, I love you, but yeah, I can't fix this for you. And it's yeah. not my rock to carry. Yeah. I got, I got too many other things. Yeah. Yeah. But that awareness, just oh, I know. having that awareness mm-hmm. of it's huge. Yeah. I know. And I think that's really good because I do think, especially as women, we can feel very like, oh my gosh, it's so selfish. We're not helping them, you know? And, and we get yeah. stuck in that. And yeah. then we stop taking care of ourselves, you know, yeah. and so we, we'll talk about you sleeping um, in a, in a minute, but, uh, and taking care of yourself. <laughs> so you guys, you don't know this, but Melissa and I did her podcast before this. So we're kind of like tag teaming and overlapping tag somewhat. Um, so how about you share with us how you got to where you are today? I know you're talking about your, um, your health journey, your working out and all that kind of stuff, as well as your business. So share with the audience, like what, what are you referring to and, and just kind of paint us a picture. Yeah, well, I I'm the owner and creator CEO of Busy Two Bomb Fit Mom, and my fitness journey started back when I was a kid. I was mm. like a teenager. I literally was teaching classes so young that they would be like, "Don't tell anyone your age." Yeah, because it's illegal. <laughs> when they, yeah, like child labor laws are for a reason. 
<laughs> they're like, don't. Uh, and I didn't know any better, yeah. you know? And like, I didn't tell my parents really, like no one really cared. So I was just like, okay. Wait, they didn't, your parents didn't know you were working? Not, I mean, they knew <laughs> I worked at this gym, but like oh, I got okay. started because I saw this sign at my yeah? high school. Okay. And so I was in, I was at least in high school. Yeah. Right? And they wanted someone to clean the gym equipment in exchange for a free membership. Oh, okay. And my dad grew up working out. I mean, I was a little kid sucking on a binky uh-huh. at Powerhouse Fitness watching oh. my dad work out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I left my it's binky like your second there one home. time. Yeah. 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 And like they thought it was a rag and I just like lost it. I remember oh. being that young. Mm. So I grew up around it. It was in my basement. And then yeah. when I was in like high school, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, I want to do this. Okay. Yeah. So that's how it started. And then this girl was like super cool. And she's like, oh my God, you 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 lift really good. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, my dad does it. He's taught me, you know, like yeah. I've grown up doing this. And then she's like, you should try classes. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing it and I picked it up. It was wow. like step classes and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Like, she's like, you're, you're really good. Yeah. She's like, have you ever thought of teaching? So she kind of took me under her wing and started Got teaching. It. Yeah. And then she's like, take 10 minutes of my class. Okay. Oh, wow. And then yeah. people loved it. Oh, my gosh. And then awesome. I pretty soon I had my own. And mm-hmm. then everyone was like, you're really good. And yeah. you're so motivating. And we love it. And they were packed. My classes were packed. And the, wow. the owners was like, we'll give you a job. Yeah. You know, like, just don't tell anyone how old you are. Because yeah. I was filling their gym. Yeah. And then I started working the front desk and all okay. that. But that yeah. was my first experience of like, I love motivating people. Mm, mm-hmm. I had people coming in from work that were like, oh, you know, my life. And they left Feeling being good. excited mm-hmm. and talking and smiling. It went from black to like light by the yeah. time they left. And that was I my first that. exposure of like, yeah, I like changing lives. Oh my God. <laughs> I like I changing lives. Yeah. yeah. And then I became a trainer and, you know, taught more classes and did all the stuff. And, I was a personal trainer for like for forever years. Yeah, yeah. And then I slowly started to realize like I'm changing lives, mm-hmm. but I'm not. And then when I became a mom, I really started to realize like we need support in a lot of other areas besides yeah. just someone yelling at me for 45 minutes or yeah. or an hour. Like I started to realize this. Yeah. And then I was like, there's a lot of mindset aspect mm-hmm. that goes into this journey. And then I had my third baby and it didn't matter. It didn't matter all what I knew. Yeah. Like I was out the window because now I was 65 pounds heavier. Oh my god! It didn't gosh. matter what yeah. I knew, all yeah. the knowledge that I had. I still got huge, lost the baby weight. I was still overweight. Mm-hmm. And I was doing mountain climbers in my, biz- my basement trying to do P90X. Oh my gosh. And my stomach... <laughs> was so big. Yeah. Like in the skin and it sagged. Uh-huh. I was doing mountain climbers, you know, and you were on your knees in. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like heard this noise and felt this feeling on my legs. And I'm like, what the, what, what is that? And yeah. I'm like, it's my stomach. Yeah. It, and this was not a body I knew. And it was yeah. so big. It was hitting my top of my thighs. And that was my breaking moment. Yeah. And I'm like, I got to stop forcing myself to mm-hmm. do what I think I know. Yeah. Like, this is how you work out. It's how you did it when you were yeah. 20. It's how you're going to yeah. do it after you right. have your third baby. And I had to learn that, like, you're a new beast. This is a new body. And then that's how I started creating my program. Mm. Everything I did, I started the therapy and the mindset work and training and my nutrition was different. And I started learning and growing. And I had, like, this binder that, I'm not kidding, it was, like, yeah. huge. 
And I started developing all this and then I started using it on my clients. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to test you. Like, I'm going to start, I'm going to give you yeah. homework and I'm going to make you do this. And then I started bringing those clients together and making a little community. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I'm like, women just started dropping weight wow, and keeping it off. And I yeah. was like, I'm onto something. Yeah. And yeah. then I started, how can I train people all over doing this? Mm-hmm. And that's what I eventually yeah. did. I yeah. stopped doing in person. Mm-hmm. I created this online platform yep. and it it boomed into the business that I have today. Yeah. So if people can't see you, but, and on your Instagram, if they, if they go and I'll put that in the show notes is, so you're five, nine, we were talking about that, that you're yep. tall and lean. So jealous. And um, so you know, you're talking about your stomach and the mountain climbers. Cause I'm, my brain's like, okay, that is not what I see on Instagram. So, uh-huh. you know, you look amazing. You can see your abs. It's annoying. And so let's just be honest. Okay. <laughs> it, well, that's no. not how I've always been though. I know. So what I'm going to say is, um, so when you're saying, to, I say all of this and, and, and Melissa knows I'm teasing. And when you're talking about like your stomach hitting, which I know women understand that like that, uh-huh. like they're hitting it or it's in their way all this, like their boobs are like everything yep. after kit. It's like, oh my gosh. Right. So I'm curious, how did you get from like your legs are hitting your stomach to not just like you've lost weight though. I mean, you actually have well-defined abs. Mm-hmm. Like you look like you never had children. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, again, genetics play into this. We talked about this on your podcast. And so, I mean, is this kind of, does your, does your body kind of like tone up, lean, lean up like easier? Like, like explain this to us because thinking everybody's like, okay, <laughs> I yeah. Wish. Okay. So how do you have such good abs and you're not 20 years old and you've had uh-huh. three children? My genetics are not that great. Okay. So let's, let's share um, with it. Let's share with the listeners. Yeah, mm-hmm. My genetics are not that great. My, every female, um, in my family mm-hmm. ca- very pear shape and carries it in their stomach. Oh, and okay. I can remember being like, I don't know, probably 17 at like a birthday party or something. And all my aunts are standing around the counter yeah. and they were just like, Oh, just wait till you have kids. They're like, you'll forever look like you're five months pregnant. And that's how they all look. So my oh. genetics are not great. My body immediately wants to carry an additional 10, 15, 20 pounds. So you have to work at keeping it down. I have to work yeah. at it. Okay. Um, but the biggest thing for me, because yes, I lost the weight. And mm-hmm. I think I put up a reel not that long ago where it's a lot of my before and after fo- by before mm. photos and then it comes into my after. So okay. that one's up there. And there's this picture of me in like a pink sports bra and red underwear. And that's when I had dropped the weight. Mm. And I know women look at that picture and they're like, I would kill for that body. Yeah, okay. I've seen that. But I also, I do know what, this is where this stands out to me that you're five nine mm-hmm. because yep. I wouldn't look the same. I'm not five two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's not that awful of a before picture. So I know what you're saying. That right. one would be like, gosh, I wish that was my before. I wish that was yeah. my after picture. What are we talking about? Right. So go ahead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. And it's, I know people would kill for that, yeah. but, and that's fine. I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. fine there, but I'm yeah. like, I don't want to be fine. I've never just been like mediocre and like fine and average. And I'm, and just because I'm a mom now doesn't mean I have to settle now of just like being fine. I want to see my abs again. I want, I want to be able to pick up my babies and Mm -hmm. like someone sees my guns and my arms. Yeah. 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 And that took me learning how to feed my body Mm. that worked for me, not Atkins, 
Yeah. Not keto. Yeah. Not low fat. Mm-hmm. Like for me. Yeah. And yeah, I had to pay attention to calories, right. but not yeah. count them in a weird way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to learn and I had to learn too. Oh my God, you need to actually eat to lose weight. Yeah. And right. put on muscle. Yeah. You can't get muscle and get Start. ripped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're not yeah. eating enough yes. food. Yep. And that's such a mind thing for women too, because we think eat less, weigh less. That's how I get in shape. I diet and that's how I hit my goals. Yeah. Worst mindset ever. Yeah. That's that's not how mm-hmm. it works at all. Yeah. And I had to force myself to really learn and stop eating the kids' toast off of their plate and that consider that my breakfast, you know, and like make myself eat. Yeah. And I'm like, I would say I'm a good six years into my journey. Mm, I've only been this person really a good six years, a really strong, solid, like ripped girl, probably the last four. Um, And I also had to learn too, that cardio was not the answer. No, I rarely do cardio now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not the answer. That's right. right, And for sure. But I would think growing up doing the classes and the DVDs and seeing everything I saw, you have to sweat a lot to have a good workout. Yeah. Well, now- yeah. Sometimes I go and do legs or arms. I don't even sweat, mm-hmm. but I ripped up my muscle. So I had yeah. to learn that cardio wasn't the answer. Right. It's weights. Yes. And then I had to learn the more I got into this and that my body was changing. I'm like, okay, what happens if I spend a day just training my arms? Mm-hmm. What if, what happens if I just train my legs one day instead of doing like, oh, this and this and this, and yeah. that, you know, like combining stuff. That's when the transformation mm-hmm. really started happening. Yeah. But then I had to like, and now I'm in the gym more oh, and I don't yeah. got time to be in the gym right. three hours a day. Yeah. So I had to learn how to map out my day mm-hmm. and go each muscle group every single day, but not for massive amounts. Right. So how long do you so generally it, work out for? I, I like a good hour and a half if I can. Okay. But mm-hmm. most days I'm looking at like a good hour. Okay, so if you were like, so, okay, with how defined your muscle is and all that, like, that makes sense to me. If people are like, I can't do an hour, right? Do you feel like, so for me, I'm always like, let's baby step this. Let's just do what you can do. 30 minutes, right? Or something, okay? Do you feel like the kind of training that you're trying to do, you kind of have to do an hour? Like to really, yes. to kind of get the result. Yeah. No. And I want you to be honest. I'm going to be brutally honest. No, I do. <laughs> yes. We need that because I don't want, I don't want people to think they can do it in 30 minutes. And you're like, no, you really do have to be, because when I say that you are really defined, like you are defined. And so hearing that you're doing an hour, an hour and a half, I'm like, well, you're putting in that work to do it. And so do you mm-hmm. feel like if you were just doing 30 minutes, you would have muscle, but it wouldn't just be as defined as, as it is. Like, what do you sure. think would look different? I think if you I cut would look, it down, I would look good. Yeah. I, I, I would look good, but I'm going to be real. I mm-hmm. would have a 30 minute a day body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I am going to say this too, yeah. just to add this in okay. that I love walking Okay, and there is power in a walk mm-hmm. and there is no shame. If you are starting off your journey yeah. and you are just walking. Yes. I agree. And you get good at that. Yeah. And then you add like, you know, a a backpack, you know, Mm -hmm. or just like some extra weight or you do squats in between a mile. Like there's so much power in that. So don't Mm -hmm. ever be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't do any, I can't lift. I can't do that for that long. Like why even start? Mm -mm. There's so much power in a walk. But if you can only dedicate, and 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 this is my honest answer because I feel like a lot of people aren't giving this answer right. out there. Yeah, it's all it's all lies. Yeah, yeah. 
if there was a way for me to go to the gym and look the way I do for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. oh my God, I would be packaging that shit and like yeah. getting it out yeah. to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can only make it 30 minutes a day or four times a week or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to set your expectations to be realistic for your body at that point. Yeah. yeah. And that's, and there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But don't, don't get mad at yourself that you don't right. look like someone else who puts in more time. Yeah. Hey, do you know that I lost over 50 pounds in 2019 and have kept it off? And in 2021, I became a certified life coach so that I can help moms lose weight for the last time. But I do know that sometimes thinking about coaching can be overwhelming. And so what I did for people who want to take that baby step is created a podcast roadmap. This roadmap will take you step-by-step through the top 10 best and most effective weight loss podcast episodes I have done. So if this is interesting to you, you can go to mominspiredshow.com forward slash podcast dash roadmap dash opt dash in forward slash. If this was too long to remember, go to my show notes, mominspiredshow.com and go to this episode and you will see that link and you can click it. Or you can go to anywhere that you listen to the podcast and it will be in the show notes. Um, Just go ahead and click it and it will take you right there. But this is a great tool to get going and just get your feet wet in regards to figuring out how you can start to lose weight and lose it for the last time. Well, and here's the thing, Melissa, I want to ask you like, okay, so somebody who does not have your body structure, who has lost weight, you know, we're talking about people kind of, we talked about this on your podcast, having loose skin or something, even Mm -hmm. if they're doing an hour, an hour and a half. I mean, do you feel like they're going to get the muscle definition or is it still, is it going to be more like there's a lot of muscle underneath the skin? Because here's, that's also a reality, right? Like, so if somebody could do exactly what you're doing, but they're not five, nine, they're not your age, they're not your muscle uh, elasticity, like what I, you know, whatever it could be, right? Uh, Some people are covered in stretch marks. Some people are not, right? It goes back to skin elasticity, right? If, even if you gained the same amount of weight, right? For pregnancy. Mm-hmm. When you have people who are more like that, what do you tell them like in regards to expectations? You know, I talked to you about this when I had this like listen when someone's like, oh my gosh, when I lose weight, I'm gonna have like really long hair yeah. and I'm gonna look like in my 20s. Well, if I went to the gym and did an hour, an hour and a half, I don't know, would my quads pop the way that they do like for you? I I don't know. So what would you say to those people that maybe have extra skin or I don't know, like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The first thing that I tell my clients, whether they were in person or a bomb mom or someone is that this is cool. This is exciting. Mm. We don't know what your body's going to do. Yeah. And that's exciting. Like that's so freaking cool because (laughs) you get to turn into your own beast. I don't want you to look like me. Right. Don't strive to look like me because we are two totally different humans. Yeah. And yeah. You have muscle under there. The human body, the Mm -hmm. female human body especially, has muscle under there. It's designed to be active, to be a nomad, to like move and pick up babies and carry us and do all the things. You just have, most people just have this layer Mm -hmm. on top of them that you need to unzip and uh, and uncover Mm -hmm. her. And honestly, if I was shorter, Mm -hmm. my muscle would pop it would have popped a lot sooner and yeah. I wouldn't have to work as hard. Right. Honestly. Long. Yes. Yeah. It's because yeah. I'm longer. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I have, I have to really work hard. Like my wingspan is so long. I just have really long arms. Yeah. 
to have any kind of muscle on my bicep or shoulder, mm. like, oh my God, it's a lot. <laughs> See, it's I a think lot other work. people be like, oh my gosh, it's so nice that you have all that length, right? But you're like, so, so for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, side. I'm going to start looking too bulky because I am 5'3". And I, and, and you're like, no, 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 I want that. Like mine's like, like lengthening out and, and, and you're yeah. losing that. So that's also right. Different perspective that you're kind of like, totally oh my gosh, different it's so long, my muscle that it's hanging forever. So, right. And remember that's good like, to know. as that muscle is building underneath the skin and the fat mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Fat can't live where muscle grows. I right. tell people that all the time. I need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Going back <laughs> but, to your t-shirts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your t-shirts. Yeah. As that gets bigger, the outer layer, think of the outer layer, mm-hmm. it's going to get thinner and thinner and thinner. That mm-hmm. fat's going to go down. So yeah. the muscle pops. So yeah. even if you have loose skin, I have a client mm-hmm. right now. I can't remember what she's at the 60 pound mark right now. Mm-hmm. And she just emailed me the other day or sent me a message and was like, it's loose skin, Melissa. Mm-hmm. You see it because I see her in her underwear, you know, yeah. before and after photos yeah. and stuff. She's like, it drives me crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to work on your self-love to love that skin now. Yeah. But I'm like, girl, I'm telling you, mm-hmm. if we can get that muscle increased, yeah. Yeah. that skin will fill, fill out. out. Yeah. It yeah. either fills out with muscle or fat. Yeah. You don't think only fat can fill out that skin. Yeah. That's not yeah. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not fact. Yeah. Um, But you might need to be at a point where y- you have to get cut. Talked. Yeah, yeah. It all depends. Mm-hmm. Everyone's skin's different. It depends yeah. on did your skin get stretched from pregnancy? Mm. Did it get stretched from body fat? How yeah. long was it right. fat yeah. or stretched out right. for? Yeah, that makes a difference. Yeah. Every, everyone's is different. So yeah. it will respond a little bit differently, but you won't know mm. until, until you've you put yeah. muscle on exactly. and that you've done it. Yeah. And that's why I'm always telling women, like, if you're going to get a tummy tuck and all that, like, mm-hmm. fine. Like, yeah. but wait. Wait till you're at your certain mm-hmm. body weight mm-hmm. that you want to be at and wait till you have a muscle mass number that you yeah. want to be at yeah. and wait till your body fat is down, yeah. then reevaluate. And she's like, oh, well, that changes everything because I'm not at the muscle I want to be at. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, girl, we you have a lot of work to put on muscle. Then we'll see. Yeah. So then tell we'll me see. about the muscle. Like, is it so is there a number that you think I like? I'm so used to body fat, like a body fat percentage, but so is there a a muscle percentage or something? Like when you're saying, um, when you get to that, like how would somebody know that? It, you watch it throughout your journey. So like you get okay. on, you know, those scales that okay. do oh, and then, body fat, yeah. so just see muscle. It as it goes up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's places like that have in-body scans. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, NutriShop, GNC, yep. sometimes hospitals have them yeah. and you can go pay and get it done. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and they're just a tool. Yeah. They're they're not magic. Mm-hmm. They're not a hundred percent at all. But if you have one at home and you're mm-hmm. constantly you know, not constantly, I don't right, want anyone right. to be addicted yeah. to getting yeah. on that, but we do it once a month. Yeah. Because that's enough time mm-hmm. to be able to say what I'm doing is working or what I'm doing is not working. Yeah. Or what I'm doing is helping me just maintain. Yeah. Right. You don't need to go any longer. You don't need to repeat a whole nother month if it didn't work. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, yeah. Yep. But we watch overall weight body fat and muscle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes women are like, I, I didn't lose any weight. And I was like killing it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let me see your numbers. Yeah. Muscle went up, fat went down. Number didn't change. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then everyone's muscle percentage is different. Cause I'm sure people are like, Oh, is it 25% muscle? Like, what do right, I want right. to be? Yeah. Everyone's different. So yeah. there's not even like a standard number to mm-hmm. go by. It's like, know what you're at now mm-hmm. and then aim for like, Honestly, an 8% increase and then see. Okay. And yeah. And like a 3% decrease in body fat and then mm-hmm. see. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was so crazy is that most women have never been those numbers before. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep reminding them, like, you've never been her before at this weight, yeah. this age, mm-hmm. your children this age, right. this stage in your marriage or relationship or divorce or whatever. Yeah. So don't use your previous 20-year-old self. We're we're opening a whole new chapter. We get to see what you look like at 20% body fat. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Well, perspective. Yeah. And then they're like, you're right. I'm like, how do you know you're not, you're, you yeah. might get to that number, you know, of your body fat and you might weigh the same and you're going to be like, I like where I'm at. How do I learn how to maintain this? Yeah. I was going to ask you, what do you, do you feel like there is though a body fat percentage you do need to get close to, to really kind of start seeing your muscle that you kind of say to people, like, we kind of do yeah. need to get you down to this. Our goal as a bomb mom is 20%. 20%. Okay. Get to 20% body fat because okay. that's really like now you can start seeing muscle. Yeah. Now things are changing. And just to give you an idea, I walk around at like 14, 15, 13%. Okay. Well, average around like 14 and a half. That makes yeah. sense for how much we can see your muscle. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's but good to know. some people mm-hmm. don't know. They're like, at what number? And then I know. there's men that walk around at 10, five. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know men you know? can go low. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're saying 20% they can really. So, I mean, this is like good to know because like if they're riding, okay. So I just want to paint a picture. It's like, so if you're doing 30 minutes, which is not something to be ashamed out about like, right. And, or walking. And if you're over 20% body fat, you may not see that. That doesn't mean that you don't have the muscle under there. It doesn't mean right. that you are not getting healthier, but I think it is good to have that reality of like, you may have to get closer to 20%. You may have to get closer to doing it an hour, an hour and a half. If, if that is your main goal, right? Right. Right. Because so many people say like, I want this, you know, and they have their hand whip really high. Like this is my goal way Mm -hmm. up here, but they're only willing to give this much effort. Mm -hmm. They don't line up. Yeah. And then that's when we set ourselves up for failure, guilt, shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything. identify what you are willing to give and then let's set realistic goals to that because the way the muscle works is it only grows under time under tension. Yes. Okay. So if I'm doing a bicep curl, Mm -hmm. how much time do I have that muscle under tension? Mm -hmm. You know, and time can be like, is it eight reps with a lot of weight? Mm -hmm. So it takes me slower or is it 16 reps that still takes amount of Mm -hmm. same amount of time, but it's with a less Wait, yeah, it doesn't right. matter. It's yeah. time under tension. Yeah. You so, can't do that to a muscle in 30 minutes. Right. So let me just walk through us, walk th- really through with us. Um, like say an upper body, okay, and you're gonna do arms. Do you break your arms down from like back to um back and say chest and then triceps and biceps? Or what do you do? Yeah, I break it down into the kind of like what you just said. I do chest and back t- together. Okay, chest bicep and back. And okay. tri- mm-hmm, okay. Bicep and tricep together. Okay. And then shoulder and core. I put Wait, shoulder so, with abs. So all three of those separate, are you're doing those for an hour to an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. So how many exercises, let's just focus on the tricep, bicep. How many okay. exercises are you doing in that hour and hour and a half of each, like of the tricep and the bicep? It depends. Um, usually I superset and I highly recommend all women learning what superset is okay. because you can build muscle and get mm-hmm. in shape in okay. less amount of time. Okay. So, so walk us I through stand, what that would look like in an hour to hour and a half, a superset for tricep bicep. 
okay, yeah, if, if I stay on track, like I can destroy my arms in an hour and be done and okay. burn probably close to 400 calories. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So walk us through like, what does that look like? Are you doing only a few exercises, but you're doing a lot of sets like, or you're doing a lot of exercises, not a ton of sets. Like if you, if you can just kind of tell us Both. what that looks like. Okay. Both. And it's good to change it up. So okay. like yesterday I did arms. So like, I can't even like lift. Oh, oh like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> can't even lift. So yesterday, like I started off doing a seated dumbbell curl, right? Okay. Like, yep. and I did them to the side. So I did, I did probably like 12 reps. Okay. I immediately dropped the dumbbells and picked up a 20 pound bar and did like 25 curls. That's a superset where you're working the same muscle group back to back and then you take a rest. I see. Okay. So I'm killing it with these like curls. I'm like, yeah. oh my God, and 10. Yeah. And my body's like, oh, thank God she's done. Yeah. We get to break. And I'm like, yeah. uh-uh. no, just kidding. Mm-hmm. And then I go and grab a light bar mm-hmm. and I work them again, but a higher rep. Yeah. Cause it's lighter. I did like 25. Yeah. Okay. And then I rest. Mm. So when you say, do you do three exercises? Well, it's yeah. like kind of, so that was exercise one, right. even though I'm doing two. Yep. And then I go to triceps and I did, um, like a skull crusher, like a dumbbell yep. skull crusher, you know, right. where I'm coming back yep. overhead. And then I dropped the weight and I picked up a plate and I did the same thing, but with a plate. Now both arms are working together. Yes. Yes. I see. Mm-hmm. And then I rest. Okay. So that's bicep, tricep. Then I go back to bicep. Okay. Now I'm doing, um, a preacher curl, uh-huh. you know, where my, okay. the pad is on your tricep yeah. and I'm curling a bar up and I'm doing that for, mm-hmm. and I'm working to where I can get like eight, 10 oh. reps. Yeah. So you're going heavy if you're doing eight. I'm going mm-hmm. a little bit heavier. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather do less, more and do weight heavy. and yep. get it done and be done with it yeah. and get out. Okay. okay. Um, and then I'm dropping the weight and then I'm picking up a resistance band. Oh, uh-huh. I always carry one in my bag and mm-hmm. I'm standing on it and I'm doing again, like 25, mm-hmm. 50 fast yep. curls. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. I'm going back to tricep. Yeah. Um, usually after doing like a bicep, a tricep, a bicep, a tricep. I'm feeling it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I got one more in me mm-hmm. and then I end, you know, on like some dips or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. And then I do the same concept with like chest and back. I'm yeah. bench pressing and then I'm getting up and I'm doing incline pushups on the bench. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. I have men come up to me and ask me all the time, like, what are you doing? Why are you yeah. doing that? Yeah. They're like, this is fascinating. <laughs> I uh-huh. love it. Okay. So uh-huh. let's talk about this. Okay. So you, are you, how many days are you doing this? Like how many days are you working out? Five, six, seven? Six days. Yeah. Six days. Okay. I, I try to take Sunday off. Okay. So we talk about how moms are so busy, right? And then I'm going to add in that you are a single mom with three girls, right? So mm-hmm. how in the world are you working in an hour to an hour and a half workout? Like this is what people need to know because I think they're like, I don't know how I'm going to have time to do this. So how are you figuring this out? I mean, obviously it's important. It's part of your business, but what would you say to somebody who's like, I don't even know how to do it. I'm not even a single mom. Like I can't even imagine if a single mom trying to do this. So what's your your thoughts? Well, and I'm a podcaster and I'm also Mm -hmm. an actress and a model. Yeah. So So I I also am doing auditions all day long, driving into LA back and forth. Like Mm -hmm. it's a whole nother job. Yeah. Yeah. So So again, people are like, how are you doing this? Yeah. When you tell me, yeah, like I'm busy. I'm like, I know. So am I. Yeah. (laughs) And on my own. Yeah. Um, but with me, I do not start a week Mm -hmm. without 
looking at my week, mapping it out. I call mm. it a weekly temple. Yeah, I do a yeah. whole like temple on my body. Okay, and I look when can I fit me in. Mm. When and it has to be on my calendar. It has to yeah. be on my schedule. If it's not, it's mm-hmm. not going to get done. Right. I will totally just go over myself yeah. with mm-hmm. work and other things, or like, oh, LA called, or my manager called. I have to do this yeah. now, and all mm-hmm. that. So the best thing that I can tell you guys is look at your week. Sunday night, sit down, look at it, map it out. When Mm -hmm. can you fit it in? Yeah. I have to get creative with my time. In the morning, I'm usually working. I'm too busy with clients, Mm -hmm. calls, getting my kids off to school. Yeah. Um, I make my kids lunches every single day. Like I do, I just do a lot of extra stuff for my kids. I make them breakfast. I make Mm -hmm. sure their water bottles are filled. They could do it, but I like doing those things. Um. And then I usually have to go into work. I have found a magic hour too mm, yeah. that I call my lunch break. And that's okay. when I'm hitting the gym. Oh, okay. Um, and then I can be here when the kids get back mm-hmm. from school and then I'm free to take them, you know, to and yeah. from and stuff. But we have volleyball season coming up. Oh, Club yeah. Yeah, is starting. Yeah. Yes. And I will have, to, and then my other daughter's doing track and jujitsu. And then my other one does gymnastics. Wow. So, yeah. So while they're practicing, I'm doing my walks. I'm getting oh, okay. up and moving. Yep. Or I drop them off, Mm -hmm. I go to the gym, and then I come back and pick them up. Oh, okay. That will happen a lot during the winter months. Yeah, because there's so many activities. Yeah. I have to time it, and I have to use that. And I have gotten different gym memberships. I have changed Oh, so that you can be closer to wherever their activities are? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. And I always make sure, look at the contract, like, can I get out of this in six months? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And people don't ask. And a lot of times they're like, well, no, but... And I'm like, then I'm not joining. And they're like, no, no. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, make sure it ends. You know, when volleyball yeah. season's done, I'm not driving all the way out here anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. You have to just get smart. Yeah. You no, have to I get like that. Really and get creative. And creative. Creative. Yes. And and I'm proof. It's possible. Yeah. Like, no, I think that's so good. I, I, can, I that, that is very totally helpful. And that is one thing I tell my clients too, is looking at the beginning of your week, like when can you work in those things? And mm-hmm. I love that you are talking about like you, you know, when the girl's schedules is for like all their activities what gym is close by, you can go there or you're walking kind of like what you're saying. Um, Mm -hmm. As we kind of close, I want, I would love for you to share for the people that are finding themselves in a position where they've been stay home mom, they haven't been working, or maybe they're finding themselves um, considering getting divorced or they are in the middle of getting divorced. And they're just like, I have no idea how I'm going to make it. And they're like, I can't even think about working out. Okay. Like, I'm just like, I got to figure out how to get a job. I want to, I would love for you to share with someone who may feel like I don't have anybody who has ever been in this position. Um, they don't understand. And they hearing you being an inspiration really gives them that motivation and gives them that hope that they wouldn't be able to find otherwise. So if you could share with us too, like you starting the business and really pushing to get it done. And obviously you're getting workouts done. You're taking care of yourself. You're taking care of your girls. You're filling their water bottles. Yes, they are old enough to fill your water bottles. I'm like, you go girl. (laughs) And so what would you want to tell those moms that just feel like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. That fear is real. Yeah. And that, that fear will totally guide you if you let it. Yeah. Because it's unknown, you know, whether you're going to lose or leave a relationship Mm -hmm. and that, how are you going to take care of myself? And I'm telling you though, that when your feet get put to the fire, you will grow. I mean, that's yeah. how we get diamonds, right? They grow yeah. under pressure. Right. And my business, honestly, it only took off the way it did because of my divorce. Mm. I didn't have a choice. Yeah. He did everything. He paid the bills. I Nothing was like in my um, name like that. I was smart enough to make sure my house and car yeah. was in my name and stuff. Sure. I did know that much, but like 
I didn't, I, I didn't even know how to turn on the water or the electric. Yeah. And I had two weeks to find a rental. And I was like, we're buckling down. We're buckling mm-hmm. down. So if you're ever afraid of like, how am I going to make it work? I'm telling you, you grow from fear mm-hmm. and pressure if you, if you let it, because you can face everything and rise mm-hmm. or you can face everything and run. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to rise. I will yeah. rise. I don't know how, I don't right. know what rising even looks like. And mm-hmm. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's okay that you don't know what your rise looks like. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm telling you, women ignore their gut mm. too much. Yeah. We have gut instincts that we're just like, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to suppress it. And that yeah. will get messy and ugly and uh, people mm. will get mad at me. And then we, yeah. oh, now yes. we're taking on other people's rocks again yeah. and their right. opinions. And you have to get to a point where you're like, this has not left my gut. I I know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. And I just keep ignoring it for so long. And it's going to make you sick. Yeah. Yes. Physical pain will Mm -hmm. show up in your body. Mm -hmm. Like women, did you know that like um, not feeling safe can show itself as lower back pain? Oh, wow. Grief and and sadness can show in front shoulder pain underneath your clavicle. Wow. That is so interesting. My shoulder hurts and I've been experiencing a ton of grief lately. Mm. Guess where I'm feeling it. Wow. You know, and in my relationship, I didn't Mm -hmm. feel safe. My lower back was killing me. Wow. So if you keep suppressing it and not listening to your gut and and like, I'm fine, we're fine. I'll take care of it. I just need to apologize. Or he's just really stressed, you know, like taking that all on. It will come out one way or another. Mm. Yeah. So with your business, okay, so obviously- for the people too that are like, okay, maybe they're not going to start business. Maybe they got to put get back into the workforce, but they're just like, I haven't done it. What what yeah. did that look like for you when you first started and you were trying to build your clients and you're like, oh my gosh, can I even afford to live? Like, what would you tell somebody now that you are on this side of things versus when day one, two weeks, you got to figure out a rental and you're like, oh my gosh, like how many clients do I have? This is not going to pay for it. What would you want to tell somebody to be like, this is what I wish I knew? I wish I, honestly, I wish I would have had trust that the universe will take care of me. One, mm-hmm. yeah, that was so hard to believe. Mm. Um, and I wish I would have known my value sooner. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. because once you know your value and you know your worth, you carry yourself different and that confidence is different. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out into the workforce yeah. and you know your value and you have that confidence of like, Someone's going to want employ to employ you. You are going to be an amazing worker. Yeah. You're going to show up different. Yeah. You're going to show up with that resume different. And for myself, I wish I would have had that confidence. I mean, I did, but I didn't. And I would question myself, like, is anyone going to want to buy this? Is anyone going to want to join? Yeah. How am I really that different from all the other thousands and millions of trainers out there? Mm -hmm. You know, and I was, and I didn't see that at first. and I wish I would have done more confidence work. Yeah. yeah I wish I would have done more mindset work mm-hmm. instead of just like the physical on the grind finances yes. build, you know, structure yeah. stuff. Yeah. There needed to be more me back then. Yeah. I love that. That is so good. Okay. So we're almost at the end of the show. Is there anything else you wanted to add before we end today? We've covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just want to end on reminding women, like, be careful who rock, whose rocks you're carrying yeah. in your backpack. That's yeah. huge, man. Yeah. That awareness will take you so far. And to be really aware and break it down, like journal, take time mm-hmm. to, for yourself to yeah. just sit there and be like, 
even if it's divorce, say it's divorce or yeah. ending a relationship. Sure. For me, that was my latest thing. Like, why? Why don't you want to end this? Mm. And just like word vomit on the page. Oh, uh-huh. Don't yeah. judge. Just let that pen go. Yeah. And there's power in the pen. Mm-hmm. There's yes. power in the pen versus our yeah. thumbs mm-hmm. and typing. I know yeah. we can do it faster. Yeah. There's power in that pen in mm-hmm. your words, even if you can't even read it. Yeah. And just let it go mm-hmm. of like, I'm afraid of this. Yeah. And this could happen. And what about this? How am I going to spend my weekends alone? How am I going to be without my kids? Mm-hmm. How am I going to do all this? Let it go. Because then you get to see mm-hmm. like, what's just your feelings? Yeah. And what's really fact? Yeah. Right. And my whole page, literally like 90% of it was just my feelings and fear. None of it was factual. Wow. Yeah. None of, it was all fear. Wow. And that was mm-hmm. eye-opening for me of like, well, seriously, I'm just going to stay here because of everything that's like not even real. Yeah. I'm letting not real stuff. Yeah. You know, keep you there. Feelings, yeah. Keep me there. Wow. Nope, not going to do it. Yeah, so I so invite good. everyone to mm-hmm. do it. Word vomiting. Mm-hmm. It's so gross yeah. saying that, but yeah. journaling, yeah. it's beyond powerful. Take well, that and, away with you. And, and even if people aren't trying to figure out like if they want to leave a relationship, maybe they want to leave a job and they're so scared, yeah. right? Like the same, same thing. Or or maybe they feel like they're supposed to move, but they're like, oh my gosh, that feels so scary. Anything that I feel like just feels scary to kind of do what you just said, I think is such a great you know exercise. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Where can people find you um, both on Instagram so they can see how cut you are, you know, what an hour, an hour and a half will do and, um, and your website. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's ITS Melissa Vogel. Mm-hmm. Um, and the podcast is bomb mom, bomb mom podcast. I'm on all platforms. And then my website is Melissa Vogel fitness.com. And you can find everything on me and on oh. there. Awesome. Perfect. Well, it was so good having you on. I know we could just keep talking, uh, but I know, I know we have things to do. So thank you so much for coming <laughs> on today. Uh, thanks for having me. Hey friends, thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. If this podcast means something to you, it would mean so much to me if you'd be willing to take 30 seconds to do three things, follow or subscribe to the mom inspired show. This means that you will never miss an episode. It also helps me to keep bringing you relevant content and more amazing guests because these are the numbers that they look at when deciding to come on certain podcasts. Also, if you have the time, I would love if you would leave a five-star podcast review and share the show with your friends. You can do this wherever you listen to the podcast. Till next time, bye-bye.